Welcome to the Naked Truth Podcast, where we choose to live as our truest selves over picture-perfect lives. No filters, no effects, just us. Seeking Eden is a nonprofit organization committed to creating biblical resources designed to help people get unstuck so that they can confidently and consistently move forward with God. One resource is this podcast, The Naked Truth, dedicated to getting real around common topics that sometimes make us feel stuck. While our resources are available to anyone, through your generous donations, we are able to make our studies available to those living in rural and low-income areas. To learn more about Seeking Eden, our work locally and globally, visit us at SeekingEden.org. Hey, welcome back to the Naked Truth Podcast. I'm Michelle Torbor. And I'm Mary Beth Poor. So welcome to the holiday edition. It's almost Christmas time. Woohoo. Everybody's doing their favorite things list right now. Have you seen that? I have seen a few of those. I always look at Oprah's. I do too. Oh, girl, yes. Although this year I did not get anything off of her list. You I mean, normally like, do? Well, sometimes she has some good recommendations. There's some that are a little too pricey for me, yeah. but there's some that are... Really good. No, I always like her, a lot of her things, but I need her to give them to me. Oh, yeah. I don't want to actually have to buy the things. I know. I did always love the show where she did that. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I would freak out watching the audience freak out. Anyway, we digress. (laughs) Okay, so we are back. And last time, our topic was gratitude or not. So if you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back. But we really talked about how this time of year, you know, it's a wonderful time of year. And there are so many feelings that come along with, you know, you're looking around at the Christmas lights and the presents and the trees and yada, yada. But the reality is there's a thread of real life going on underneath all that. And so what do you do when things aren't fantastic? And so we walked through some action steps in our podcast last time that if you were heading into Thanksgiving and maybe things weren't fantastic that you could walk through. And I will tell you this, my dad got sick on Thanksgiving and he was not able to come to lunch. And I was so bummed. You know, my parents are aging. Mom, I hope you're not listening to this podcast, but they <laughs> beautifully, are yes, wonderfully, perfectly <laughs> yes. aging. But it was hard for me because I always worry what if this is their last one. And so, but I walked through those action steps, which were feeling what you feel, um, telling someone how you feel, being grateful for what was in front of you. And remembering that this feeling won't last forever. And girl, it helped me. And I texted you that it did. You did. I was so excited to see that. Yes. So that's still a reality as you're heading into Christmas. Mm -hmm. If you need to go back and listen to that. But that's what we talked about. Yep. So we are transitioning. So it is still the holiday season. Like I said, Christmas is upon us. And so today we are going to uh, talk about some of the Christmas story. Mary finding out that she was pregnant. Yes, and we recently wrote a holiday devo called The Gift of Jesus, which is a free resource that we would love for you to have. And we're going to mention this several times throughout this episode, but you can go to seekingeden.org slash holiday-devo, seekingeden.org slash holiday-devo. Yep. Okay, so we'll be back in a couple of minutes to get started. Okay, so today we are going to cover our um, holiday Devo, um, where we cover the verses uh, Luke 1, verse 26 through 20, I'm sorry, 26 through 38, where Mary 
is visited by an angel and learns that she's going to be pregnant with the son of God, Jesus. Let's just break that down for a second. Let's do that. Mary was this teenager. Mm-hmm. And she is visited by an angel, which, you know, good job, God, for picking a teenager. Because probably a teenager would believe that. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Which was true, right? <laughs> Here she is. And be excited about it. Yeah. And so an angel comes to her and says she's going to be pregnant with the son of God. I mean, when we say that sentence out loud and we found ourselves, even as we were writing this devotional, saying that sentence and going, wow, this is, seems absurd, but yet there's nothing anyone could do to convince us it wasn't true. Yeah. It takes such faith to believe in Jesus, right? We already know that, right? But when you rewind back to this day where Mary is told this information, I mean, the faith that it takes to think that it even started this way is it's pretty great. You know, so I have a dream that in heaven there's like a Netflix reel with all of these things that we get to see how it happened because I want to know. I, I want, want to see it. I want that to be true. It's like here, sit right here. And f- like all the blanks, all the questions that yes. I have about how things went down. But a Netflix is free in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no subscription needed. <laughs> Your subscription's already paid for. So maybe in the, so I always think that like, if this, if I were married, then I would pass out after finding out this information. <laughs> so I wonder if, if we get to see the full the real of everything that happened. But maybe Luke didn't write that down. He was like, yeah. nobody, nobody, Mary didn't want anybody to know she passed out. Because <laughs> this is someone else writing her account. He was a doctor though. You think he would have concluded that. And she passed out, but the angel poured cold water on her. So, you know, it, she, and the amazing thing about this incredible young woman is that she believed God. Yeah. She didn't have to say, there's something about her. I want to know Mary. Mm-hmm. Would I have believed um, but because she believed and she trusted, she got to experience the greatest thing, the greatest honor ever. And in thinking about that and in reading the story and side note, you know, Michelle and I, as you know, if you're listening to our podcast, are believers. So we have physical Bibles. But if for some reason you don't have a Bible, consider looking up Luke 1 on BibleGateway.com. You can see it, read it there. But as we were reading and studying this, we landed on some really cool truths from Mary's story that we believe apply to our own life. Yeah. So the first one is what God says he will do, he will do. And we learned this from, you know, even prophets had had prophesied that there would be a Jesus Mm -hmm. coming to save us. And so we get to hear this truth in the way that this is going to happen um, in this account. Yeah. And so she's told that she's going to have a baby and it's one thing to say, okay, she's told, but what's going to happen? Because the the reason people end up believing the prophets is because what they said was going to happen happened. And we know there is historical evidence for Jesus's birth outside of the Bible. Right. So what God said happened. Yes. And God does impossible things and proves himself to be trustworthy. So like you're saying, he said he would do a thing. He told Mary he would do a thing. And then he did a thing. Yes. I love it. Proving himself to be trustworthy. That should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> I love it. And he is trustworthy. Yeah. And and again, going back to the fact that he is trustworthy and she believed, mm-hmm. she trusted him, even when it made no sense to yeah. her. Because think about it. Mary's never seen this either. She knows how babies are born. She had siblings, you know, and a family and, or, you know, she had come from somewhere. And so she knows how babies are born and this is not how they are born. Right. I mean, I think even in the account, she says, how's this going to work? 
because I'm a, I'm a virgin, mm-hmm. right? So she, I mean, there it's not that she's like oblivious to why this wouldn't make yeah. sense. She's, she's just like, like, cool. Yeah. She's like, this doesn't make sense, but God, I trust you. Yes. Which, oof, that is powerful. You may need that word today. This doesn't make sense, but God, I trust you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the third, so one, what God says he will do, he will do. Two, God does impossible things and proves himself to be trustworthy. And the last thing is disobedience has consequences, but so does obedience. Yes. So in this, in every story, people have an option. They are people, real people like you and me who have to make a choice. And Mary chose to be obedient. Before Mary's story in our Devo, you'll see that we we dig into a man named Zechariah who, who disobeyed. He did not believe a word that was given to him. And he had more reason than Mary. The ironic thing is Zechariah was a priest who had experienced holy things for his entire life. And yet his moment with an angel produces disobedience, although he gets it together. Mm-hmm. And then, but Mary is a simple kid who believes wholeheartedly, but she obeys and has consequences. He disobeys and has consequences, but God met both of them. And then they experienced him in unique ways. Yeah. I think we focus a lot on the negative consequences, but it is true that we can, we can rejoice that if we choose in those hard moments to, to trust God, that he will reward that. Yeah. And it's a good word that, Yes, Mary obeyed. And then because of that, she got to experience being the mother of God. And then Zachariah disobeyed for reasons that you can see in our Devo. But yet God still loved both of them. Yes, yes, yes. And so sometimes we get it really, really right. And sometimes we get it really, really wrong. But either way, we're really, really loved and are shown next steps. Mm -hmm. That's, That's a good word. That's a good word. Okay. So as you all know, we like to do things where we are taking steps. We don't just want to take in information, being a counselor and you a life coach. um, We don't want to just take in information or, you know, put out information. What are we going to do with this? So coming up next, we're going to see, okay, with this focus verse, uh, what are some next steps that we can take? We'll be back to tell you what those are. At the end of our devotional, we ask a series of questions that we hope will help people take next steps to learn from what they just read and put it into practice in their daily life. And so in the questions that we were looking at, one of them was, what situations in the past overwhelmed you but worked out for the best? And again, this is tying back into Mary facing something overwhelming. So what about you? How would you answer that question? Yeah. So I think for me, it would have to do with... um, marriage, right? So over the years, my husband and I um, have had to overcome obstacles. Um, And so the temptation is to push that stuff under the rug and then we can just pretend to be happy, right? But some of those things we've had to work really hard at. And when it's happening, it's overwhelming. And you, you know, begin to wonder, is this something that you can overcome? Um, But what I have found is over our 14 or 15 years of marriage, um, when I look back on those things or those times that were really, really challenging, what was happening there was an opportunity for growth, right? So it would, those hard, overwhelming times would highlight for us those things that we needed to work on. Um, And maybe that was personal things. Maybe that was, you know, our spiritual lives. But what we found is that it worked out for the best. And not that it's kind of like you figure it out and it's done, right? But you know where your weaknesses are and you know what has helped in the past. So I think that would be it um, 
So if you had to tell someone, if they read that question, what situations in the past overwhelmed you but worked out, out for the best and they needed action steps to do something with that question, what would you say? So I say write it out. Write it out some of those past situations that were overwhelming and you thought at that time you could not overcome. Write those things out. And then two, use that list to remind yourself um, that where you are today, you won't be there forever, that you can get past some of these hard moments. Reflect on how helpful those hard moments were. So one, write a list. Two, use them when you're when you're struggling to remind yourself and encourage yourself in the moment. You know, I love that step because I've seen people do that even on their bathroom mirror mm-hmm. with the dry erase marker. It is something you see every single day and it is a reminder right there in front of you that you can get past it. Great action steps. Okay. So what about for you? Um, The question I'm going to ask you is what positive or negative resources are you utilizing right now? So for me, I am facing a situation that is, a little overwhelming for me, I would say mentally. So I would, my, we've talked about this before that my mind is my biggest battlefield. And so for me, positive resources I've chosen right now are two books that are helping me. And we've talked about both of them before. One of them is boundaries. And one of them is the Enneagram, which is having a moment friend in this world. The Enneagram, if you don't know your Enneagram personality type, it's a good read. It's a good book. Um, And so I'm utilizing those and books are a good resource to use. And then also just kind of with self-defeating tapes, checking in with someone who I trust to say, and sometimes my husband, sometimes it's my good friend, Michelle Torbor, and say, hey, is this true about me or, or sort of helping me get perspective on a situation? So I would say, When you're thinking about positive or negative resources, a question to consider is, is that resource, whether it's a person, whether it's information or whether it's past experiences, how is it helping you move towards healing? Okay. That's how I would cage, whether it's a positive resource or a negative resource. If it's just adding to the noise, adding to the chaos and keeping you feeling stuck in an overwhelmed situation, let go of it, move past it. Okay. So that's your action step. That's how you would shift that into an action step. Yes. So the action steps are ask yourself what resources are around you, whether it's a person, information, past experience, and then whatever resource it is or whatever resource you identify, how is it going to help you towards healing or growth in regards to whatever situation that you're facing? Do you have any feedback on that? No, I think that's good. It's a good practice. Fantastic. Well, these types of questions are available again in our Devo. That is seekingeden.org backslash holiday dash Devo. We would love nothing more than if you would download that Devo and comment on our podcast or even on our website. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, We are certainly looking forward to Christmas and the gift of Jesus being able to celebrate that. And we also celebrate the opportunity that we have to do this podcast and do this work at Seeking Eden as we really are committed to um, working towards resources for those in rural areas. And we are excited to let you know that our study, we've been working on a study. We've talked about it some in this podcast. It is going to be ready in the spring. Yes. And so we will be telling you more about that. We'll be back in January in the new year, 2020. Wow. Can you believe it? It sounds so futuristic, but we'll be back in 2020. And until then, if you would consider rating us 
And subscribing to our podcast. Mm -hmm. So rate, review, subscribe, and share if you think somebody else would benefit from this. We love you. We we do. I know we don't see you, but we do see you, and we love you, and we hope you have the very merriest of Christmases. Yes. Merry Christmas.